episode 59, Brave Adventures, Doing What You Love. Hi, I'm Nicole Banks, the author of The Second Act Formula, life coach and expert at helping women grow into the best versions of themselves. This podcast is peppered with a variety of women's topics for personal growth and development. If you're looking for ways to get unstuck, this podcast covers it all bringing you fresh new ideas, get ready, great things are about to happen. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Nicole Banks podcast. I am so thrilled that you are here. Listen, if you are listening to this podcast and you want to take some notes, don't forget to drop into the show notes as everything I am going to bring to the table today, like my guest information, will always be in the show notes. I'm just throwing that out there because I know that there's women that are on the treadmill right now. They're out hiking or biking or they're doing their thing. And I'm just wanting to share that with you. So just to give you a heads up, don't forget to go to those show notes after the show. I am thrilled to bring you an amazing guest onto this week's episode of the Nicole Banks podcast. The conversation we're having is about bravery and really stepping out of your comfort zone. I ran into this bright young lady not too long ago, and her story just really appeals to me because it's exactly what we're talking about. If you listen to this week's episode on my point of view about bravery and stepping out of your comfort zone, then I'm always going to be in your corner cheering you on to do exactly that. Because here's the reason why. We don't know what's going to happen until we do something. So you'll hear me say, and you probably have already heard me say it, if nothing changes, then nothing changes. So one of the things about my guest's story is that she decided to make a change and now she's running with it. So I definitely want to give you an opportunity to take a listen to her amazing story and be mindful that all of her information and contacts are going to be in the show notes. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Robin Brodsky. Hey, girl. Hey, let me see if I can get you on board. There she is. Welcome to the Nicole Banks podcast, girl. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you having me on to share my story and to talk to you because you're pretty awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much. Listen, here's the thing. It's interesting because at our age, and we both know that we're over 45, and one of the things that we do is is we get stuck in our own rut. We continue the same mundane job. We continue to do the things that we no longer have a passion for. So one of the reasons that I found that your story was appealing and so amazing is that you changed. You did something that really changed. So before we get into that, tell me a little (laughs) bit about yourself and your background. Where do I start? I actually have a degree, believe it or not, in environmental management and policy. Believe it, you're a smart girl. (laughs) So I started off wanting to change the world and wanted to save the world, save the planet, do something good for the environment until I realized that the jobs that were out there and the way to make money in that type of business was to work for the exact people who you were trying to to fight. You're working for a corporation or you're working for the government where things become very challenging to move things forward. I was getting pretty disillusioned with my choice. (laughs) And I actually had an experience where right before I was 30, I bought a condo on my own. 
And I thought it was going to be this empowering experience. It was going to be fantastic. And I got to the closing and everyone at the closing table, there were all men and they were trying to bully me into making the purchase when there was something wrong with the house. The furnace didn't work. So I was smart enough to go, hey, I shouldn't be closing here today. And they were really bullying me like they, they called me a word that I'm not sure I'm allowed to say in your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm closing because I was fighting for myself, telling them that I wasn't going to close with a furnace that was broken and was not, was not working at my walkthrough right before the closing. So I, after that experience, I decided, hey, I'm pretty disillusioned with this job that I'm doing here. I'm not really saving anything. I'm not really going anywhere that I want to go. So I can do this better than these people did. I can sell real estate. I can go for it. And I I did. I honestly called in sick the next week. Wow. I took the real estate classes via audio cassette. Who knows what that is anymore? I guess that right. And and I went in, took took the exam and then gave my two weeks notice and quit my job. Wow. uh, Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. How long were you in that job? I'm still doing it. So I've been okay. doing real estate ever since. So it's been 16 years and I got into the business. If you can do the math, 2023 minus 16 puts me at 2007 when the market crashed. Oh, it was yeah. a very challenging time starting a new business and literally just leaving the world that I had studied and gone to school for a long time for and trained for and the world that I've been in for 10 years and working yeah. And just jumped out of it, out of the frying pan into the fire, as they say. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Let me ask you this, Robin. So what's interesting is the conversation today is about bravery, right? And we're going to get into some other dynamics in your future here that's going on right now, currently with you. But when you think back of exactly that, stepping out of this and into that, where were you thinking? Were you thinking, oh my gosh, I've got this. I'm brave. I can do this. At the time, I thought, I can do this. I can do this better than these guys did. I can do this. And I built my whole business on that whole mission statement. My whole real estate mission statement is that I don't want my clients feeling like that. So I fight for my clients. And that's what I've always said. I fight the fight for them. I don't let them get bullied by anybody anybody. They, I take that on because that's what I'm, that's what I'm there to do. And I want people to walk out of those closings feeling really great. Like they just had the most wonderful experience in the world rather than how I walked out feeling horrible. I I feel like I made the biggest purchase of my life to date at that point. And it it felt very anticlimactic. And I don't want people to feel that way. So I, I built my whole business around that whole, the whole premise. I got this. I can do this. I'm never going to let people have that feeling that I have. Nice. That I have. And you did that for what, 16 years and still currently doing it? Is that correct? Yeah, still, still currently doing it. <laughs> Knowing that we're getting up to some fun stuff. What are you yeah. passionate about and how did you get started in this next? So. My whole life, all I ever wanted to do was travel, travel, travel. You're speaking my love language, girl. You are speaking my (laughs) love language. Yeah. Maybe that's why we're good friends. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. So that's all I ever really wanted to do. Honestly, I didn't have kids. I'm not married. Never really had much of an interest in doing that because I want to see the world and I want to do it on my terms and my way. Unfortunately, with the jobs that I had when I was coming out of school and in the first kind of 10 years, I didn't have the funding to be able to do that. And then I started a business and had a hard time initially because the market had crashed. It was really challenging to build a business at that time. And I sure. did it. And then I got to this point where I said, okay, it's me time. It's go time. Yeah. It's time Love to it. travel. It's time to start seeing the world. And that kind of brings me to where I am now. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Where are you at right now? I guess I should probably step back a couple of months back in this past summer. I took a trip and went to Europe for three months. Three months. Which, yeah. yeah I, nice. <laughs> I put my stuff in storage, which I had never done before. Never thought that okay. that would be something that I would be comfortable doing. I literally put my stuff in storage. I did not have a home. I left everything in storage and then I just right. went to Europe and some other countries. I ended up going to 10 different countries in three months and I just had the most incredible time. And I had, I had been to one particular place in Spain called the Basque Country and I fell in love with it about a year and a half, a year or so before that. So I've been back there many times now. So I nice. maintained my home base in the Basque Country in Spain. While I did all these other adventures from there, and it, it was just the most incredible experience that I've ever had. Okay, so I have to ask you, so here you are, like going, you know what, travel is my love language, I'm ready to get out, I want to see the world, I'm just going to put all of my things in storage for three months. I'm curious to know, because again, remember what this topic is about, right? Bravery yeah. and stepping out of your comfort zone. So. When you yeah. think of this, what kind of conversations were you having with yourself? What kind of conversations were you having with your friends and family that you're going to be gone for three months? I think, to be honest, I think it was harder on them than it was on me. I was excited to do it. I was a little nervous, but I didn't know how I would, where I was going. Like, I'm very type A. My lists have lists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> methodical. <laughs> so I'm that person that plans things in detail. And I nice. went with a ticket there and a ticket back and nothing else booked, really. Okay. So I was doing it on the fly. I was booking hotels while I was in the taxi from the airport to the hotel. <laughs> wow. wow. So stepping out of your comfort zone, that was incredible for me. But you know what? It was so easy to do because it just felt like the right thing. It felt like the right thing. So here you are yeah. in a foreign country. Do you speak the language? I started speaking Spanish. I started learning Spanish about a year and a half ago. So, okay. I speak it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so here you but the are, rest are of you... the languages, no. I mean, there were a lot okay. of different languages on the trip. There was Arabic and Basque and yeah. I do speak French, but there were a lot of different languages along the way that I did not speak, and that was okay. <laughs> and, and yet, you've come back, you're back in the U.S. now, and you went, okay, there's something about what I'm doing in real estate today and what I want to chase and step out of my comfort zone and do this time. 
So what is that? Share to the amazing listeners what you are doing now. While I was on my trip this summer, I got a lot of messages from women saying, wow, I wish I were you. I wish I could be brave like you. I wish I could do what you're doing. What you're doing is incredible. And oh, hey, by the way, can I come meet you wherever you are? Or hey, I'm going to this country. Do you want to come with me? Because I'm looking for a travel partner. So I got just a lot of messages from all these women saying, I really wish I could do what you're doing. And for me, traveling solo it is my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> it's, I love you it. You are so right. <laughs> I don't see it as being anything but normal. Like to me, it's just normal. I love that. So I said, I can help you. I can help these women. And I already had been thinking about this for a long time. And I said, why don't I start a company where I can help females, women travel on their own? And being in in this age and in this sort of whatever segment of life is, if you want to call it that. It's the second um, act, girl. (laughs) So there are so many women that I'm friends with that, you know, have been in divorce situations, that have had change of life situations, whether they've had breakups or other more traumatic situations. There's all these women out there, empty nesters. Um, there's all these women that are in our age group that have never had a chance to be alone. And they've, they desperately want to get out and see the world. They desperately want to go travel. Their friends over here, they still have kids. And that one has kids. And this one has that. And that blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So there's so many other things going on that I think, you know, there's all these women who are in this group that maybe could use a little help. Maybe they could use someone like me to bring them to a location to help them and show them how to travel on their own and to give them the confidence through this experience to to be able to empower them to go off and do it on their own. Absolutely. What's interesting is some of our listeners are going to go, oh my gosh, you literally went across the world on your own for three months without really an agenda, without really a plan. How brave are you? I could never do that. There's so many women that are like, I could never do that. But what's interesting is I also know too, that when you know someone who is behind the closed doors and can't really get out their own front door, right? And you invite them and say, hey, why don't you just meet me here? And, or, hey, why don't I swing by and pick you up? And what I'm hearing you say is that you're giving women an opportunity to have that solo travel experience, but they're not really doing it alone because you're there for them. And let's face it, there's a lot of tour companies out there. There's a lot of people who are doing this kind of thing. But in my opinion, most of them are doing it wrong. Okay. And how are you different? The most important thing that women, I believe, think of when they want to go travel or what people tell them and get in their head is it's not safe. Okay. So many people before I left, and I'm going to tell you, most of them were men, told me I was going to get raped, robbed, and murdered on my trip. Yeah. 
thanks for the positivity. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow. And I've heard that time and time again from solo female travelers. They get told that by other people. Oh, there's something's sure. going to happen to you. And I don't even want to go down the rabbit hole of just how terrible that is a thing to say and how yeah. kind of ignorant of a thing it is to say, to be honest. You know, there, there's that whole aspect. But yeah. the most important thing I think women fear or are nervous about is the safety piece. Am I going to be safe? Am I going to be safe going alone? So with my experiences, I specifically only do experiences where I have personally vetted the location. So that means I've stayed in the hotel. I've gone with the local tour operator that I choose on the ground. I've taken the tours with them. I've done everything on the agenda already. Nice. I've eaten at the restaurants. I've yeah. walked the streets. I've done it. And, yeah. and I think that's really important because there are tours out there that are basically getting women together and then they're sending them to Thailand or sending them to Spain to, to meet a person on the ground who they don't know. Is it a right. female? Is it male? They don't know. They don't right. know how many other people are in the group. So I think I'm very cognizant of the fact that safety is a big issue. Love and that. I want to hit that in the bud right from the beginning. I also feel and, a lot of this is common sense, right? And of course, yes. here's the thing. Those items that you mentioned about the safety concerns are things that can happen in the U.S., the things that can happen on Absolutely. any street in America. So it's the same thing. It's just common sense and using the common sense, right? But I love the fact that you've vetted all of these things. You've been there. You've done that. You've met these people. You've built yes. relationships with these people. That's an amazing thing. I love that idea. How do you define bravery? Because your story going from real estate to now this new amazing adventure, I think that's called bravery. So how do you define bravery? <laughs> That's the funny thing. I just see it as I see what I've done and what I'm doing as the norm, as if you see something, you do it. And, and I don't know that I particularly think, oh, I'm being so brave. In fact, every time someone says you're brave, I just say, no, I'm not. I'm, not. <laughs> I'm just. Well, one of the things I admire about you is the leadership role, right? There's so many women that will fall under your category. Listen, I'm a solopreneur, but I really don't want to do this on my own. So I love the fact that you're offering this for women that say, hey, I actually want to step out my front door. I'm over 45. I'm, I have some freedom. I've got some money in the bank. I'm ready to go spend and explore. Awesome. So the yeah. thing that we think about is when we step out of our comfort zone, listen, it does take bravery. The interesting part about it is that everything we want is on the other side of fear, right? And when yep. we fear, because there's a lot of fears out there in the world. And when we fear doing something, what happens or what do you do when you have the idea in your head and say it doesn't go as planned? What do you do? What's your thought process? How do you stay calm about it? How do you move forward from something that maybe wasn't as successful as you wanted it to be. How do you fail forward is the question. I think you have to find, I think you have to find your inner strength first. 
So you okay. have to look into yourself and say, okay, pivot. What do I do now? And that's, I, that's my, I guess my catchphrase lately is pivot. How are you going to pivot? Turn this into something else. How can right. I, how can I change this? And I think I give myself a small amount of time to be angry, annoyed, frustrated, whatever, fed up, tired, whatever, however you want to define that. And then sure. say, get up and get it done. And, get up and, and get it done. Yes. You just, well, I love that me, because again, I mean, it's so interesting. And we use the analogy of the Super Bowl, right? You have so many teams that are all aiming for the same target. And throughout the season, you've got so many coaches per side, the offense side, the defense side. Yes, ladies, I'm using the football analogy. However, when you look at what their target is, all of these teams have the same target. They have the same Super Bowl playoff in mind. And if they're not getting to where they need to be, they don't change the target. The target stays the same. They change right. the approach. So when we need to, we can change the approach. I love that about you. I realize that, listen, life's not always going to go our way. All the things no. are not always going to go our way, but we do get the opportunity to do exactly what you said. And that's pull from our inner strength. I, I know my listeners and I know for a fact that they've all gone through something and we can all sit back and just chill for just a second and think. When was the last time I was really scared? When was the last time that I really had to just go, wow, I am so fearful of what's going to happen next? It's the same thing that when you look back at that, you survived it, right? It may have not been the end result in which you wanted, or it could have been a traumatic incident, but you're still yeah. above ground. You still have the heartbeat happening. And so yeah. my listeners that have experienced that, because we all have at our age, girl, we yeah. have all experienced something scary. Right? Yes. <laughs> and so we do that. We pull from our inner strength and we say, okay, enough is enough. It's time to get our shit done. Let's go. Right. So if I love that. So enough, it, it, you know, yeah. that it, you want it enough, which I do. I've got to the point where look, I'm burnt out on the real estate thing. I'm burnt out. I've been yeah. doing it a long oh, that's time. That's my next can... question. That's my next question for you is how do you stay motivated and inspired when you're facing obstacles? Yeah, I'm, I will fully admit I'm burnt out. The pandemic changed people. It changed business and it changed the way that you interact with people and do that business. And I need a break. I needed a break from that. And starting this new venture and doing something that I'm so passionate about and that I love to do was something that became the motivator for me. Love it. I don't, I don't have the, the choice really to say, Okay, maybe I'll try this or that. I'm single. I, I work for myself in all of the businesses <laughs> that I'm doing, right? No. So I don't have that luxury of saying, okay, there's somebody who's got my back here that's gonna that's gonna I can fall back on if I need to. Right. I need to move forward. I need to I need to make those things happen for myself. And 
the way that I make it happen is literally through this passion of wanting to do it. Um, Love that. I can't even think of any other way to put it other than it's really what I want to do. I was really motivated by the comments and the emails and the messages and all nice. of the things that I got this summer. And I have to tell you, it was the happiest time in my life. I'm 46 Love years it. old and three months in Europe. People say, oh, it's because you were on vacation. No, it's not. It was not <laughs> a vacation every day. There were delayed flights. There were frustrations. There were all the things that you get while traveling. And you know right. what? Every single one of them was just like water you know, off off your back. Like it was not a big deal. Yeah. Because it yep. was it because I was filled with joy and happiness in where I was in what I was doing. So if I can combine this love of travel and passion for doing it with this happy, joyful feeling, yeah, isn't going to create the most incredible outcome. Love, love it. And you can totally tell in your voice the passion about this. I absolutely love it. So my, my question to you is what advice would, do you have for women who want to step out of their comfort zones but haven't yet? What advice would you give them? Do it. Just do it. You're like a Nike slogan. I am like a Nike <laughs> slogan. Um, Just do we are not getting any younger. Oh, um, there's that. <laughs> life is moving at a faster speed this age, and life seems to move faster and faster. Catch it while you can. Do it while you can. You don't want to have regrets of the, oh, I wish I did. I wish I did. I wish I right? did. Yep. I think about this all the time. I wish I traveled more when I was younger. I wish I took the opportunities when I was invited to drive cross country three times in my 20s. I wish I wish. But you know what? You put that aside and say, I'm going to do it now. Love it. And, you know, you have to, I think you have to just pull that whatever out of yourself, wherever it is, <laughs> whether it's in your head, whether it's yep. in your heart, whether it's in your gut, wherever it is, you need to pull it out of yourself and say, do it. Just love do it. that. Love it. I think it's great advice. I think the ladies listening need to be listening to Robin because you know me, I'm always going to tell you, just go, girl, go get over it because everything you want is on the other side of fear. So I know for a fact that just in conversations with you, that you're not a woo-woo girl. You're not really a personal development kind of girl. And that's totally fine. You know, me as a life coach, I always <laughs> recommend it. And I, I thrive on it. That's how I clear my mindset every day. But what are some of your favorite books, podcasts, or resources for you to stay inspired with your passion? I'm not really a podcast listener so much. I'm a, more a book reader. Okay. So I love reading books about travel. I actually am one of those weird people that the like the Rick Steves travel guides. Oh, yeah, I read them. Of course. I read them cover to cover. I read them. I take notes. I cross-reference different ones with each other. I love that. <laughs> it's yeah. very old school, but I love doing that. No, and it's a great thing, especially this year. We're going, Jeff and I are going to Europe. We're going to be in Italy and we're going for two weeks. He's never been. I've been a couple of times. I know I'm super excited. And it's been 10 years since I've been there. So it's interesting because it's, I know things have changed, but things haven't changed. So sharing some photos and some books that I have on Italy and things like that, 
it just inspires us. I love that if you're passionate about something, make sure you're in the know of what that passion is, right? It can be ice cream making to life coaching to world travel to uh, public speaking. It doesn't really matter what it is as long as you are still inspired, continue to be feet first in the actual category which you're passionate about. I love that. I love that. I think that's great stuff. Okay, so now tell us about your upcoming projects. I would I can't wait for my audience to hear. The Basque Country is in northern Spain. It's an area that I think most people from the US have never heard of and do not know even exists. I don't. Um, and it's truly one of the most incredible places that I've been. It has just an incredible culture. For people who don't know about the history of Spain, Spain actually had a dictator until the 1970s. So Franco was a dictator. And I think we hear of Hitler, Mussolini. But I think in our, in our schooling here in the U.S., I feel like we didn't hear much about Franco. Franco suppressed the cultures that are in Spain. So there's all different areas that have all sorts of different cultures. They have their own languages. They have their own food, which is all incredible. And that was all they were. These people were not allowed to speak their languages. They were only forced to speak Spanish. They weren't allowed to have their identity. So since the 1970s, the people in Spain, in all these different regions, particularly in the Basque country, have been working to really preserve their culture. And I think that's what makes it this incredible place to go to. People are dancing in the streets. I kid you not. In the summer, on the weekend, they're doing this traditional Basque dancing in the street. That's incredible. Just beautiful. Dozens and dozens of people just stop and start dancing. Wow. Incredible. Their food is incredible. They have beaches, they have mountains, so hiking, and it's very outdoorsy. And there's a lot of different things to do. And I just think it's an absolutely incredible place. So that's where I want my first trip to be. I feel like I can really give the women who come with me a really great experience. Awesome. Um, yeah. The website it's going to be in the show notes it's all set to jet.com and this is with robin brodsky i'm telling you she is your guide if you want to travel if you first foremost want to step out of your comfort zone like so many women before us and so many women after us will do and walk out your front door get on a flight an international flight she walks you basically through all of that right If you go to her website, which of course is in the link below, but if you go to her website, you're also going to have access to her group. I know she has an amazing women's travel group. I think that link is on her website. And so you have access to that. You can actually chat with Robin yourself. If you have inquiries about the July trip, I think you're going to need a passport and more information. She can give you all of that anytime soon for sure. Robin, I think you're an amazing example of bravery. I think you're a beautiful example of stepping out of your comfort zone. I'm thrilled to have you as a guest on the Nicole Banks podcast. And I hope my lady listeners are loving you as well. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm thrilled to share your message. What I'm addicted to you about is, of course, the bravery and stepping out of your comfort zone. But your message is so empowering. It's empowering women to say, you know what, it's time that I do something for myself. 
and it's time that I do something that I've been wanting to do. Do you know how many lady listeners right now go, oh my God, I'd give anything to go. I want to go, yeah. right? Oh, so, yeah. And I, I think the other, the other part of that too is you talk about people stepping out of their comfort zone. And I think that that's a challenge with most women who are in our age group, particularly, is that we've become very comfortable in, sure. in what our expectations are in our life and in our levels of comfort, our physical yep. comfort, our mental Absolutely. comfort, our emotional comfort. And so that's a second piece of, of what makes these trips, this particular trip and all future trips with me, they're designed with a special level of comfort in mind where, you know, it, there are some group experiences where people in the group will be able to do things that I deem unsafe for people to do alone when you're traveling. Sure. Anytime you go drinking or visiting a winery, going hiking, not something you should do on your own. You should not be going out in a foreign right. country and go hiking where people don't know where you are. Right. Uh, from a even from a perspective of, oh, something's going to happen to you. Someone's going to hurt you. You could fall and trip you know, sprain your ankle and no one knows where you are. So things that are unsafe from that perspective for you to do. So we have those group experiences. And then as part of the trip, I want to force the women who are who come on the trip to do something outside of their comfort zone. I want yeah. them to go to dinner by themselves. I want them to go to a museum or a beach or something. I want to do, I want them to do something that they want to do. And everyone's going to want to do something different, whether it be shopping, go to the beach. Somebody might want to go parasailing or something adventurous. I want, I really want the women to feel empowered to go out and do that. And I'm there for as a resource and I'm there to help out. I'm there to tell you how to get there. And you have me as that resource, which I think is something that you're not going to get in most other tour experience situations. And then I also want them physically to be comfortable. So there's no single supplements. There's no shared rooms. Everybody gets their own room. You're not forced to be put with a roommate, nice. which a lot of other tours do. Um, sure. So this really is designed all the way around to be something that's empowering. It's comfortable from a physical perspective. And then I want you to take a little of that comfort away. And I want to pull you out of your comfort zone. And I want to help you gain confidence to do right. something really powerful right. for yourself and really empowering. And I, I think it's a beautiful thing. That's, again, one of the reasons I connected is because your message is so empowering and so amazing. I'm thrilled to have you as a guest. Thank you so much for taking yeah. the time out and sharing with you, with our audience and your adventurous ladies. Listen, ladies, I've dropped the website, connect with Robin, jump into her Facebook group. She's an amazing person. And if you are looking to be empowered, don't hesitate to reach out because I'm sure she's got some amazing travel tips and tricks along the way as well. And yeah. so listen, thank you so much again for being here. It's been my thank pleasure you. having you. Yeah, thank you're you welcome. so much for letting me be a part of your wonderful podcast. And thank you for being so supportive. It's sometimes not easy to do something like this. So to have someone who's really supportive and really a cheerleader on your shoulder saying, do it, get it done. Come on, you got this. Yes, get it uh, on. <laughs> that's, that's honestly been one big part of, of 
the success that I'm feeling at the moment when doing this is having your help. I appreciate that too. Not a problem. I'm here to help anytime. One of these days you're going to see me on your trip. So just throwing that out. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get mad if I don't see you. All right. I, I get it. Listen, ladies, jump on her website. Take a look at the adventure. It's not too late. Don't hesitate. It's not too late to head to Spain. I don't think you have to go three months like Robin did, but all the details are on the website and we will catch you next week. Don't forget to stay tuned to the Nicole Banks podcast. Thanks so much. Make it a great one. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you've gained valuable insights and inspiration to help you elevate your life to the next level. Remember, success is within your reach and with the right support and guidance, you can achieve your dreams faster than you ever thought possible. If you're ready to take the next step and level up your life, visit my website at www.nicolebanks.com. Don't forget, I spell my name with an H to learn more about my coaching program. Together, we can unlock your full potential and create the life you truly deserve. Thank you again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.